I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Raptors Over Everything podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. And I just wanted to release this short little mini podcast from Quebec City where the Raptors are holding training camp because, well, two reasons. One, um, we did this great interview with Terrence Davis Jr., who, if you are a loyal listener to the Summer League podcasts, and I know you are because you're a diehard Raptor fan, but if you were listening to those podcasts um, or if you were watching those games, uh, one of the standout players was Terrence Davis, who, you know, people have sort of uh, already identified him as the next Fab Man Elite just because, you know, he went undrafted and the Raptors signed him and things like that, but... He's definitely not the same player as Fred Van Bleet. Definitely comes in with a different skill set. But I think his background is really interesting. And doing some research with him, um, just you know, preparing for the interview and stuff like that. Um, you know, he was a football player. He's a really, really good football player. There's some very grainy highlights out there of him playing football. And um, you know, one side that really stood out to me was you know he had at the draft combine had the biggest measured hands for anybody who wasn't like six ten. Um, and just to put that in perspective, like, you know, Kawhi, who obviously is known for having big hands, was measured at, I think, 11.7 or 11.25 inches uh, in terms of uh, his hand width. And Terrence was measured at 10.75. So, like, close enough where it's like, whoa, this guy, you know, it makes sense that he was a really good wide receiver. Uh, and, you know, he had a very interesting um I would say late bloomer. He didn't, didn't play that well, didn't play that, mu- that much as a freshman. Um, but, you know, really came on strong. But, you know, was a little bit overlooked. Again, that's the Fred angle. And, um, yeah, now he's with the Raptors on a two-year deal. Not really sure if he's going to start the year with the Raptors in the big league club. Chances are pretty good that he will have to spend at least some time in the G League to sort of work his way up. But at the same time, the Raptors, it's not like they have a lot of uh, quality point guards. I wouldn't say I have uh, a lot of trust right now or a lot of confidence necessarily in Cameron Payne or Isaiah Taylor. So I could see Terrence, you know, winning that role sort of by the end of the year. But as with any young guy, you got to earn your way up. But um, we're going to get to that interview in a second. But I also wanted to make this podcast because there is an announcement to make. So for fans who were enjoying the Kawhi Watch series with me and Alex, I mean, unfortunately, Kawhi left and, you know, whatever. I don't want to rehash that part. But um, we at Yahoo Sports Canada, we are bringing a new show in the theme of Kawhi Watch with me and Alex at different locations, not always just the same diner. And it's going to be called Run It Back. It's going to be running weekly. It's going to be... You know, serious basketball topics, a lot of jokes sprinkled inside, you know, cool production. We're going to be, you know, in Quebec City actually shooting tomorrow um, at a bar and stuff like that. So it's going to be great. It's going to be weekly. It's going to be on the Yahoo Sports Canada YouTube page. It's going to be on Yahoo Sports Canada, the, you know, the website, the app. Um, and of course, you know, the, you know, the audio will be put here as well on the Rappers of Everything feed. So look out for that. The first episode is going to drop on Thursday, and I can't really say when on Thursday, but it depends really on how much uh, video editing goes into it, but 
it'll come out Thursday, October 3rd. So look out for that. And um, as for training camp itself, me and Alex are also going to um, be watching the open scrimmage, the inter-squad scrimmage that's going to take place on October 3rd here in Quebec City at Laval University. And uh, after that, we're going to reconvene. We're going to give you our thoughts on, you know, who impressed, who didn't impress, who can shoot, who can't shoot, who needs improvement, who's standing out. You know, we'll give you all that stuff. Um, You know, there's been a lot of hype so far in training camp, as there always is. Um, You know, Matt Thomas is expected to shoot 99%. You know, Norm apparently looks unbelievable and hitting every single shot. Surge apparently hit 8 of 8 uncontested threes to win a championship belt. It's weird. Training camp is weird. You never really know. You're just getting hyped about everything until you actually see, you know, yeah, these guys are kind of the way they are. But, um, you know, the inter-squad game, which I don't think is televised, which is a little unfortunate. You'll actually see a lot of clips that we're going to put out at Yahoo Sports Canada, so look out for that as well. But um, that's going to give us a real first glance at what this version of the Raptors, and it's a very... I don't know. It's a very different team than last year. So we're going to give you our thoughts then. And so look out for that podcast. Me and Alex are going to put that out also on Thursday, October 4th but or 3rd. But, um, but yeah, in the meantime, uh, enjoy this interview with Terrence Davis of the Toronto Raptors. So for you, let's start on a high school. You were a star wide receiver and received 20 scholarships from many major programs. Why did you ultimately turn to basketball? Uh. I just fell in love with it. I started playing it, you know, first at the age of six. Um, you know, I just fell in love with the game. I always knew that I would have to, you know, put a lot of work into the game of basketball, and I enjoy, you know, putting the work in the game of basketball. So, you know, that's that's the ultimate, you know, reason why I chose, you know, to continue to play basketball. You miss football at all? Uh, sometimes, man. I watch it often, so definitely have them vibes, you know, just catching the ball. So, uh, well, who's your team? Like NFL? Yeah. Uh, I like the Patriots, man. Tom Brady, that's my guy. Fair enough. Now, if I'm correct, you grew up a fan of the San Antonio Spurs? Uh-huh. Definitely. And one of your favorite players was Kawhi Leonard. Yes, sir. What drew you to his game in particular? Uh, Well, just the way he carried himself on and off the court. You know, uh, he's a humble guy. He doesn't really get into the media, things that. And he lived his life, you know. Uh, and, you know, that's, that's something that, you know, today's generation – don't get really uh, before social media before you know Instagram Twitter you know we was living our own lives and things of that sort so just you know the way he carried himself on and off the court man he's about his business and that's what that's what drove me to him make him believe what does that motto mean to you uh, well it means everything I wish I can trademark it but uh, someone has already done that so I have to come up with you know another phrase or another you know uh, meaning saying uh, but that's something I started back in high school, man. A lot of, uh, I just thought, you know, several several people like ESPN, news writers and things like that didn't really believe in my talents, believe in me. And, uh, you know, I just said, I'm, you know, just going to make everybody believe. And that's where I started it. And uh, it kind of carried out, you know, throughout the process, the draft process. I thought I was going to hear my name called, didn't hear my name called. And, uh, you know, just went with, with the uh, situation. End up, you know, here in Toronto. So back on draft night, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. you want your name called. Everyone's dream is to right. get their name called. What went through your mind? What was your emotions? Because there were teams interested right. in you, but right. they weren't really coming right. correct with the same kind of contracts yeah. that the Raptors offered. Uh, I mean, like you said, there was some teams interested in me, but uh, they wanted two-way deals. 
I, I definitely knew my worth. I just thought I was, uh, you know, better than two-way deals. Uh, I mean, those type of deals, it's kind of, you know, mixed, mixed, mixed emotion with those deals. You can get cut at any time. And uh, I just, you know, went with it. Went with my, you know, my saying, make them believe. And that's what I wanted to do. And uh, like I said, man, ended up here in Toronto on a two-year deal, first-year guarantee. So it all worked out for me. Now you go to Summer League with Denver. You have that great first game. Right. And all of a sudden you got a call from the Raptors saying, here it is. Here's right. that once-in-a-lifetime opportunity <laughs> you always wanted. Like, did you – what was your emotions then? Like, did you feel uh, like it was real? I, <laughs> honestly, I didn't think it was real at first because uh, it happened so fast. It was the same night that I played the game. So, like, right after the game, I mean, my agent brought it to me, brought it to my attention, and uh, I was like, is, are you serious? Like, is this real? Like, I mean – and then uh, later on that night, I got a phone call for them guys, uh, Curtis Samuel, and uh, it was real. So uh, definitely, man, it was you know experience of a lifetime. Now throughout uh, summer league, it felt like you know you really developed right. a bond with Dewan Hernandez. Um, what about his personality? Sort of bonded you guys together, right. and uh, what's your sort of shared history? There? Well, we we uh, we was roommates in the NBA combine, and like we was just. Since then, man, we've just been cool, like, you know, uh, being roommates, man, we got to know each other, you know, quite well, and, you know, once I came over to the Raptors, you know, he was on the team, and it's like, you know, we bonded just like that on on and off the court. Uh, you know, my first assist, you know, in the Raptors uniform was to him. I think it was on, a lob, right? On a lob play, yeah. yeah, so it was just like, man, it's crazy. You know, we uh, started our journey together at the NBA Combine, and now we're here on the same team. Right. And back then, did you guys, you know, envision you guys being on the same team? Uh, no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I was, just, I was getting on because, uh, you know, I didn't know he uh, he had to sit out, you know, his uh, junior year of college. That's you know? right. That's right. We was talking about that. Just talking about how, you know, NCAA was and things of that sort. So it's real interesting, man. Now, you were at the Rico Hines run this summer. Um, sort of how was that experience for you guys, a sort of a team bonding experience? Mm-hmm. And how did you find the competition level? Well, it was a big time, man. Uh, I look at, you know, Rico Hines as being, you know, some of the best runs in America, you know, with the best athletes, the best, uh, you know, hoopers. James you know, Harden. In America, James Harden, Lou Will, yeah. uh, Montrez Harold, like all them guys, man, was there. And, uh, you, you know, you get to go up and get some great competition, get you ready, you know, for the season. Uh, was there one Raptor teammate in particular that sort of stood out to you? Because you guys brought, like, 12 guys right, out there. Right. Uh, definitely Fred and, you know, Norman, Pascal for sure. Uh, those guys bonded well. Uh, I got, you know, to – you know, asked them a lot of questions, picked their brains, and, you know, they kind of took me in, man, you know, uh, showing me the ropes and things of that sort. So it was, it was quite quite helpful. Yeah, so t- to that point, Fred mentioned at media day right. that, you know, he got a chance to take you out to dinner mm-hmm. and give you some game. What did you guys talk about and sort of speak to Fred's leadership right. in that perspective? Well, it, was, it was just, uh, you know, about on and off the court things. Uh, you know, we're talking about on the court things because, you know, uh, here I'm – they're looking at me as being, you know, being a, a one guard mostly and uh, some off the ball, but uh, he's just giving me, you know, some pick and roll uh, knowledge and things of that sort, some catch and shoot knowledge as well. Like, you know, you won't have really that much time to get it off in the NBA game. So you had to find a way to get get it off, get your feet set and get it off and things of that sort. And off the court, it was just you know, about little things. Brandon, you know, came up, you know, making believe, and I asked him how, how he got everything started because the night of – the night of the draft, when I didn't get drafted, you know, it was that night was pretty miserable for me. Uh, I ran across this tweet uh, with him, 
And he stood up in front of his family, man, and said, you know, when we get drafted, it's another way, you know, I'm going to bet on myself. And, you know, I retweeted it, you know, and uh, that's kind of how our bond started, you know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he definitely, definitely a leadership, and he's, he's been taking on that leadership role. So, Now, for you, as you mentioned, they're looking to develop you as a one guard, yes, right? Um, obviously, you played a little bit of that right. last year at Ole Miss. But I don't know. You kind of got a lot of flexibility in right. terms of you're six four. You got a six nine wingspan. <laughs> your hands are. I think I read your hands were eleven or ten point seven five inches across right. too. So put that in perspective. Kawhi, who obviously <laughs> is known for the big hands, uh-huh. is I think is eleven inches. So that's. So like I mean, what positions can you comfortably play, and what positions can you comfortably guard? Well, I think I can guard. You know, one through the three for sure. Uh, maybe some four. You know, if teams going small ball and things of that sort. I think I. Have a you know some physicality towards me you know being a football player uh, in high school so I think I can handle my own with a you know small ball four but um, definitely one through the three for sure and uh, you know just being able to switch one through the three and possibly four for sure. And then lastly, before you got drafted to the Raptors, mm-hmm. where were you when the Raptors won the championship and were you pulling for the Raptors or Golden State? <laughs> Be honest. Uh, I was. I think I was back home, man. I think I was. Back home for the summer, you know, uh, and I was no, I actually, I actually was going through the draft process, but I was back and forth from home and traveling with di- different teams. I remember watching one game with the L.A. Clippers before I had to leave, you know, for the, uh, the birth for my son. But I was watching the game with you know one of the guys, and uh, definitely pulling for the Raptors, man. Like I said, Kawhi was my favorite player, so I was definitely pulling for the Raptors and uh, just watching those games, man. Really, really excited about. It. Raps not knowing that I would be on the team, you know, the following year. So it's all <laughs> worked out. It's, it's crazy. It's definitely amazing. Well, on behalf of our Raptor fans, welcome to the yes, Team sir. Terrence. Thank you. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.